Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This podcast is brought to you by 8-Hour Cream Skin Protectant by Elizabeth Arden. We teamed up with the iconic beauty brand and top UK blogger Emma Hill to show you what a day in the life of an influencer is really like. Head over to our YouTube channel or sharelikes.com to find out more. Welcome to the Sheerlux Podcast with me, Charlotte Collins. This week, I'm joined by Tor Cardona, Astrid Carter and Lou Huff. So we're going to start by talking about TV, as always. What's everybody been watching this week? I watched a really good programme on iPlayer called um, Life and Death Row. Don't know if anyone's watched it. It's really good. I don't usually watch those kinds of intense programmes, but I saw it on iPlayer and... It's something that I find quite, it's a quite interesting topic. It's so I think it's so fascinating. Yeah, it's fat, and actually I learned so much. So it was done in Arkansas. The stash of the lethal injection, what it's mm. called, was running out and they had to, the, the governor wanted to execute 10 people in eight days. <gasps> basically to get them all over and done with. And these people have been on death row for like 20, 30 years. Wow. And they followed two people, two cases. But it was just so interesting because one of them was done from a point of view where you kind of made, were made to feel sorry mm-hmm. for the family that had been left behind, who the mother had been murdered. So you wanted him to die, but the other one was obviously not guilty. So you didn't want him to die. Anyway, end of, end of a long story, they both didn't end up being executed. But I had no idea that the drug takes like three hours to work. Oh. So it's, it's it's, the whole thing is so controversial. If you fancy learning something, it's so worth watch. I think there's a couple more episodes as well. There's three in total. You can't even begin to imagine what that feels like, spending that amount of your life and it, waiting to die. It's, yeah, horrible. That's just, to me, quite, an, I mean, it's completely inhumane. Yeah. Me too. And it, um, like, in this country, because we haven't had the death penalty for such a long time, it, it just seems like stuff out of history books. Yeah, agreed. Like, it's so fascinating to see what Americans think about it, because yeah. it's just so alien to us. Yeah, it's like yeah. horrible history. It's yeah. really <laughs> also when you watch those programmes that you start to feel like an emotional connection to these people mm. and you feel sorry for them sometimes and you know they've done these terrible things and it's a weird I think are you going to be one of those women that writes to <laughs> men on death <laughs> no, row no, 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 no I, I don't know I think it, oh, there's it one of those takes in there. you mm. it takes you on no, a, a different journey I think to sometimes what you're expecting to, to feel when you watch these yes. programs because there's like a human level of empathy that like yeah, avoid. yeah. yeah. I think I might have to watch that on catch up yeah, yeah I yeah, honestly I really recommend it it's not like a light watch or anything but I feel like everyone's kind of a little bit obsessed with death row aren't they yeah it's so, so fascinating. fascinating. Yeah. 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 So anyway. But anyway, I'm, I'm sure you all have been watching much more lighthearted. <laughs> well, Lou, speaking of people being locked up, what a new obsession. Yeah. Um, 24 hours in police custody is my guilty <laughs> pleasure. It's so interesting if you are into that type of thing, <laughs> I guess. So the the one that really stood out for me, there was a blackmail case. It's in England. It's in England, okay. yeah. It's all in the same station. Like in jurisdiction. Where is it? It's in, it's in, in Luton, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. And at one point of the documentary, all the officers went into his room and they were like, this has never happened before, this, this kind of can't go out of the room. And they found out that... Can't go out of the room, but it can go on 
national television. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, that's the thing that baffles me, like how they're allowed to be on TV in these cases and stuff. They definitely signed waivers because there was one guy who had his voice yeah. like, mutated and his, face, like, and his face was brought mm. out, yeah. But anyway, the guy that was blackmailing on the case was also a policeman assigned to the case. So he was looking at the footage, Ooh, realising that it was on him. And it was gripping. Again, going back to that human empathy thing, like he had obviously done something so wrong and yeah. so dodgy, but then he was like crying yeah. he, in, in custody and you felt so sorry yeah. for him. Like, And he was saying that it was because of debt things and it was, you know... So he did do it. it was, oh, yeah, yeah, it was a thousand pounds that he was trying to get out of this blackmail. But you think, you know, a thousand pounds for then for this. In, in jail. He did three years and he got three yeah. years in, didn't he? Yeah. But, you know, it just shows how corrupt some of the forces are and it, it was really interesting, so I just found it yes. captivating. Well, speaking of criminal activity. I've been watching The Assassination of Gianni Versace. It's made by the same people who made the O.J. Simpson series, you know, with David Schwimmer mm. um, last year. I have to say, it's really beautiful to watch. Like, it's really, really aesthetically amazing and they film it, like, in the real Versace mansion in Miami, so it looks, and it's, you know, obviously it's, like, all kind of 80s and 90s themes, so it's, like, a really cool throwback. But the thing that was so interesting about the O.J. Simpson one was that it's still kind of like a did-he-didn't-he situation. It's, it's like a, you know, it's a case that you really want to kind of know the ins and outs of because you want to know what actually happened. Like, like an Amanda Knox. Yeah, exactly. Like, mm. you just want, you know, you never know. And that's what makes it a really interesting story. So I googled yesterday, like, oh, who did, who did kill him? And, like, the guy was caught three days later and then killed himself and that was mm. kind of it. There was no big question mark. There was no conspiracy. like case for, yeah, no conspiracy, no kind of case for justice. It's quite a kind of compact yeah. story, actually. Mm. So although what happened was you know, really terrible, and it's a kind of glamorous story. I'm not sure how interesting it is yeah. translated into TV. I had it on in the hopes that I was going to watch it, but it just really didn't captivate me. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't the cast, like, incredible? Yeah, like, so Ricky Martin. Ricky Martin plays his boyfriend. Penelope Cruz. Cruz plays Donatella. I'm I mean, that woman is fabulous in everything. Like, she's got she this amazing blonde wig. Like, it's literally my girl crush. Yeah, she's and incredible. I was so excited for this, because, like, visually, it looks amazing. Mm -hmm. It looks like reading a magazine. And obviously Penelope and Ricky Martin, and I was so excited, but, yeah, I just kind of let me down a bit. Yeah, agreed. And I'm not convinced by Ricky Martin's acting either. <laughs> how, so. many, how many episodes are there? There's been two so far, I think. Yeah. And how many the first one? I don't know how many there are in total. It won't be not many. many. I feel like by the end of episode one, we kind of covered everything we needed to. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I'm not convinced yet. I also just want to give a shout out to Love, which has dropped again on Netflix for the third series. I am obsessed with the show. What's that? I remember You guys, it's so good. It's Judd Apatow, who's behind Girls. I love and like, him. You know, mm -hmm. loads of amazing movies. And I feel like he's the person who really kind of captures like the zeitgeist, like mm -hmm. what's going on in, you know, 20, 30-somethings minds in the 21st century. And it's literally just about like a guy and a girl who have a kind of complicated modern relationship. Is it American? American, yeah. But it's honestly so oh, good. It's like a bit indie. Start from the beginning. Yeah, start from the beginning because it's the first two It's really oh. funny. Again, aesthetically, it's a bit like girls. It's okay. that kind of quite wacky, real. quite real. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, raw, but it's so I love good. good. This is 40, I think, is the funniest film I've ever seen. I've actually never yeah. seen that. Yeah. Oh, it's no. so brilliant. Oh, it's but really I love it. the one, it's, it's a sequel to something. Oh. Not yeah, up, yeah, 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 yeah. I love that So film. it's like the brother or the sister. Yeah, it's related to, yeah. But there's, who's that actress? I love her. Yeah, Leslie. It's his wife. Oh, it's married. his wife, yeah. yeah. And, and the, the kids, the kids the, uh, are his kids. kids. So the yeah. daughter, their daughter is in love. So Aria, oh, in love, okay. is their daughter. Yeah. Oh, God, how old is she now? Like 15, 16? Wow. Yeah. Okay, anyway, so definitely watch that. Watch that. Anybody cool. got anything else? Yeah, talking about love, I know I've spoken about this so much, <laughs> but Married at First Sight. Um, I think there were only three or four episodes. It's finished now. If you've got time to catch up with it, do, because it's so interesting. It's like a massive social experiment. And it was just really interesting to see whether the couples did or did end up together. And did they? I mean, I don't, I don't want to ruin it. it. Yeah. Okay. Basically, there was one of the couples the people who were producing it said they never found a better match. Yeah. I knew science said they were like the ones for yeah. each other. The other couple 
obviously still a great match, but they were the ones who ended up together and the couple who Diane said should be didn't end up together. Everything was perfect apart from their interests. So they had actually nothing in key. common. Yeah. yeah but actually, key. that's something you just made a Probably the number voice. one of paramount importance. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, well, building a relationship. Well, or not. Like, they really wanted to give it a go and they did give it a go. You know, they were like, we might not have a lot in common, but if science says we should be together, then we'll try and, you know, we'll try oh, and But surely, att- but attraction just isn't about science, yeah. is it? Like, yeah. this is what I know. I know. At the end of the day, if you can't have a chat with someone, how are you going to have the rest of your life? Yeah. And they didn't even kiss, I don't think. But it's a show worth watching. Yeah, cool. interesting. Not on the TV side, but I listened to Matt Smith's Desert Island Discs Ooh, podcast this morning, one? and it was so brilliant. I'm such him. a huge fan of him, but I found his voice really confusing because I'm so used to hearing him in The Crown. He's so posh, yeah, and he completely wasn't, and it really doesn't. Really. Did you know who's rumored to be taking over from him in The Crown? No. Mm-hmm. Hugh Laurie. No way! Yes! No way! Oh um, is that not the most unbelievable casting? And I know I've said so many times in this podcast that I'm not that interested in the crown, that's but I mean, so I think that's brilliant. incredible. So good. Him and Olivia Coleman, yeah. Amazing. What a pairing. Yeah, great The, the casting on that series is Incredible. Yeah. Nailed it with every single one. Let's move on to talk about fashion. We wrote a piece last week on the fashion hacks that make you look cool. It's so easy to kind of get up, look in the mirror and think, what do I need to just give this outfit a little bit of flair? So, Asha, what are your go-tos for it's making funny, it more interesting? I was looking at this article just before we came into the podcast and I was like, oh, tick, I do that, tick, I do that. So, yeah. well done, fashion team. Thanks You've so really nailed this article. But yeah, I think leather is always a good one. I always say I like a little bit of like rock and roll to my look so leather's kind of perfect for that buy trend lead accessories I think if you don't if you're more of a capsule wardrobe person you don't want to spend loads of money on throwaway stuff just buying like a pair of sunnies or a baker boy hat and yeah they completely elevate a look even if you're just wearing a white tee I agree Lou what about you? I think of all of them I think a leather jacket is the one that I would go to the most. I think mm-hmm. because a leather jacket can make something that feels quite polished and quite girly, just toughen it up a bit. And mm-hmm. I think just have, I really like that mix. What about you, Charlotte? You must have some good rules. Um, yeah, well, one of mine was try head to toe, which I think is a really, I've been waxing lyrical all week about this lilac jumper that I bought that I'm going to be wearing with lilac trousers. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. I think some people are really scared to do that look mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it is a bit like, hi, I've arrived. Yeah, kind of yeah thing. I would be so nervous to wear but that it's cool. look. It yeah. looks so polished. It looks so she yeah so mm. i think it actually looks more expensive even if you're wearing Agreed. something from Definitely. like h&m but. and also it's so achievable so you're wearing blue jeans today so if you just put on like a denim shirt then like that's it you're sorted and it's got a kind of mm. not that you don't look cool as you are obviously what a bold look there but, but it's like maya's suit that she wore for fashion yeah thing. so maya wore that amazing yeah. pink with ryan suit again head to really toe. cool and it would have looked amazing with like a cream pair of wide leg trousers but i think it just takes it to the next level when yeah. you wear that head to toe and i think it just really elevates the look yeah it? particularly with those pastel colors so yeah. with that really you yeah. know that pink mm-hmm. like what maya wore to make it look cool is a bit harder if you're trying to kind of block color with it yeah, it's yeah. Just going head to toe. yeah. and is there anywhere on the high street where you recommend people to get these two pieces i think everywhere kind of yeah. everywhere's kind of bought into that two-piece trend especially when you're buying online at the mm-hmm. high street retailers that's quite, quite often like a section. Yeah. You can go to co-ords yeah. section. Yeah. You can, yeah. It's a good like yeah. search term to put in. Yeah, ASOS have one of those. So does Topshop, yeah. yep. so does Zara. But I actually think Mango, Mango does the best. Yeah. Yeah. You have to think about, you know, you'd wear a dress that was maybe midi or maxi, all one colour and mm. feel completely normal. Mm-hmm. But this is just mm. literally splitting it up with yes. the two-piece. I don't know why that feels yeah. a bit yeah, more so weird in fashion, but it's kind of the same. So so and I think even if you've got a sort of more traditional suit, then wearing like a jumper of the same yeah. colour, mm-hmm. I think that will kind of make it look a bit cooler than maybe a blouse. So speaking of trends, Tor, I'm interested to know how you feel about this one. Cowboy boots. We wrote a piece on 
the humble cowboy boot. It's back for this season. Would you ever wear the look? I don't feel okay about this at all. <laughs> so when I was like 15, mm. these were like, cowboy boots were like all the rage and mm. I just, I can't. I also think they're very unflattering. Yes. Mm. Don't it, think they're just going to do anyone any good. I, I think have to right. have very skinny calves to put yes. on. Yeah, they've really and thighs. Cut, yeah, like, calves. So good. I'm going to be slightly controversial. I'm not a massive fan of the kind of full-blown cowboy boot, mm. Cotton Eye Joe style. But you know the white ones that I think they're a Celine copy? Yeah, and mm-hmm. they're in, from Zara. In store at Zara now, mm-hmm. yeah. I think they look really cool. Completely agree. That Celine shape, where it's a kind of slightly chunkier heel and the heel's got a kind of angle to it, yeah. and the foot kind of points up a little bit, yeah. and it's cropped on the ankle, I think that's the way yeah. you yeah. do it. I it's agree. definitely all about where it crops on the ankle yes. and the shape of that yeah. section, I think. it needs. It's kind of like a refined cowboy boot, isn't it? Yeah. It's not like going to a hoedown. Well, there yeah. are quite a lot like that out there, but I agree. I think in order to make it look stylish, yeah. that's yeah. not the look to go for. And like those uh, Isabel Morant boots have mm-hmm. been around for ages, mm. which are kind of a nod to, but they're not full-on cowboy boots. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's definitely softer ways to take on the trend. Lou, I'm really eyeing up those Zara ones. Are you going to disown me if I get them? No, no, I won't. <laughs> I don't think those are the worst. I don't know. I think they can look quite cool with just black, maybe it's like kick flare, like raw mm. denim and a white t-shirt, or with a floral dress. I was or something. about to say, I would definitely yeah, something really a bit would you wear them Yeah, I definitely would. Only some of them. There are certain people who can definitely pull it off more than others and really embrace that style. So yeah. it's more of a personal preference. And what about perspex? That was another piece we wrote this week because everybody from Chanel to Burberry is kind of putting perspex on our fashion radar, whether it's a hat or boots or trench coats so how do we feel about that i think this is controversial considering there's been so much topic of debate about the amount of excess plastic that there is in the world today you know we saw a lot of the high-end fashion brands demonstrating this trend on the catwalks which then obviously filters down to the high street and i'm just not sure if this is a trend that we should be coveting so much i totally agree i think fashion brands of that caliber are always like meant to be forward thinking and you know bringing us and the high street new ideas and for them to kind of be promoting so much plastic mm. feels a bit old-fashioned mm. I think. yeah would you have passed back charlotte well no probably not i get it i get why it's cool a lot of people have been layering like the perspex anorax kind of under a more traditional coat mm. and then wearing mm. it with like a jumper as well it's a kind of quite a good way to do that kind of high low fashion mm. balance but yeah the sustainability thing means it doesn't get my vote and also it's i mean it's not the first time perspex has been a trend it's quite kind of 60 sci-fi yeah. led isn't it and yeah remember in the nine, late 90s or early noughties those see-through bags were really yes. fashionable like you put your furry pencil case in yeah. them yeah hey i'm ryan reynolds recently i asked mint mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes and then when i asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts they said what the f*** are you talking about you insane hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Thing. Yeah. So, so yeah, for it to kind of come around again just feels a bit like they should have thought about it a bit more. So speaking of fashion, I wrote a piece last week about my boyfriend signing me 
for a week. We gave Ben the challenge of dressing me for five full days. So from things like girls' night out, to date night, to a big fashion event, he chose the outfits from my wardrobe that he thought would be most appropriate. This was a real experiment for me. I feel like we can all agree, I think I'm better off styling my own wardrobe <laughs> yeah. looks in future. I, I think this is so interesting because you said that he's got great style yes. himself. Yeah. And dresses in amazing brands mm-hmm. and has got a, a quite minimal aesthetic. Yeah. But your looks were far from minimal. <laughs> they were not minimal were they? at all, were they? No, we saw some really interesting combinations, not least the kind of gold crop jacket with skin tight leather skinnies, which anyone who knows me knows <laughs> I would never wear. And I think everybody's favourite was gotta be the cream wide leg trousers with the green sparkly mm. jacket and the silver sparkly bag. There's clearly he's a man after some sparkly. He he's a little man. And did he take anything away from it when he saw then how you'd style it? Was he like, oh okay? I'm not sure that he took anything away from it. I actually think in a way I took some stuff away from it. So although I wouldn't necessarily recreate exactly the outfits that he chose for me, he kind of pulled some pieces out of my wardrobe that I hadn't worn for a long time or that I'd kind of <laughs> the green sparkly jacket. <laughs> the green sparkly jacket or like the gold jacket, which I think is amazing. And it's not something I ever wear, but because we shot it both like how he would style it and then how I would style it, it got me thinking about mm. how I would wear it and then remembering that I have those pieces yeah. in my wardrobe so, so yeah I think there's some kind of takeaway. Tor would you let your boyfriend style you? Style me no, makeup definitely no. Oh, oh my god I love yeah. Can we do that? Please, I'm, I'm really worried that's the piece that is going to come now. I think oh my god, piece, okay, it will be now you should not have said it on the podcast. Oh my god I'm scared. What Do you think he has any idea what to do with makeup at all? Like would you know where to start? Yeah I reckon so. Like he's seen me do <laughs> it's it be every day for the last seven years. Yeah, I mean, you look like, like you have two black eyes. Probably. Yeah. Do you think he knows like what like eyeliner is and stuff? Yeah. Oh, definitely. Really? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Actually, the other day I, I was wearing a new mascara and he said, "Are you wearing a new mascara?" Wow. Like, well, your lashes are really different. Today. <laughs> oh my god, I love that. Stay tuned, guys. <laughs> Who knows? Speaking of beauty, Tor, you wrote a piece on the twelve hair heroes, the experts couldn't be without, and that means everything from oil to hair dryers. Lou and I always are after your tips, so mm. come on Astrid and Tor, teach us yeah, what hair products should we know about. I really enjoy writing this piece. I love knowing like the hair stuff people can't be without. I find it really interesting, mm-hmm. different people's different priorities. The first one on the list, which is one of my absolute heroes, is the Bleach London Silver Shampoo. I've spoken about it a hundred times before, but it's so, so purple, it's almost black. Mm-hmm. If you've got blonde hair, it just takes out every element of brassiness. My hair is almost slightly purple because of it. <laughs> um, but yeah, amazing. And it's so cheap and highly recommend it. I also swear by the Kerastase oil, which isn't on this list, but it's amazing. If you've got dry hair, coloured hair, frizzy hair, so good. Ooh, and hair. what does that do? Just take down frizz? Yeah. Moisturise. It's so good. So Interesting. Good. Astrid? I'm slightly obsessed with hair products, if I'm honest. I spend quite a lot of time and money making my hair look like I haven't done anything to it. <laughs> but that's kind of the look I go for. I really rate Colour Wow. They've just brought out a new product called Colour Wow Dream Coat. You spray it on after you've washed your hair, then you have to blow dry it. Pull it taut if that's how you like your hair to look. Or you can style it a certain way, but it's the heat that activates the ingredients in it and it will make your hair last up to two or three washes. Is it like having a Brazilian then? Exactly, it's like having a Brazilian blow dry. I was like, maybe this is a little bit faddy, but it's so good. It makes your hair so silky, so soft. Um, So really rate that. They also do an incredible blow dry spray, which cuts the blow dry down time by half. Wow. Yeah, so if you've got a lot of hair like me, it's a lifesaver in the morning. And that was Colour Wow. Colour Wow, and they also do it, sorry, I'm not sponsored by Colour Wow at all, (laughs) but they also do a root cover-up. So if you've got any greys or you haven't been to the salon to get your 
highlight style of their root cover up is amazing. Cool. I have, well, I have one more product I just remembered. Law Originals. It's quite a new brand on the scene. I've spoken about it before in a beauty haul, but they have these masks that you put on before your shampoo. And I use them like once every few weeks. Did one this morning. Mm. I put it on, went for a run. And you just leave it on for as long as you can, and it makes your hair so soft and so wow. good. Yeah. So amazing. good. Yeah. Tor got me hooked on them. Yeah, pre-shampoo yeah, pre mask is where it's at. I have one sure. more, and I know people in the office are a big fan of this, but the Aribe texturizing spray is mm. amazing. It just it instantly makes your hair look cool, a bit like I've just got out Disheveled. of bed kind of mm. look. Yeah. And somebody put um, a hairdryer on this list. They put the Dyson one. They're pretty expensive. Is it worth actually investing in a decent hairdryer? So what I've heard about the Dyson is if you have thick, kind of frizzy quite unruly hair, mm -hmm. it's worth every penny. Okay. But I wouldn't use it on my hair. I think I could use quite a standard hair dryer. Mm -hmm. But it is, you know, it's 300 quid. I think you, definitely an investment, that's for sure. I found this list so interesting. I'm super low maintenance with my hair. What I do you use on your hair, Lou? I really don't use anything. I, what, I, what shampoo do you use? I use Purology shampoo and conditioner, and then a bit of argan oil afterwards to sort of try and tame frizz. But my hair looks best maybe three days after I've washed it. And in that sort of interim phase, it's normally quite frizzy. So I kind of want something that's kind of going to create that third day look mm -hmm. in between. So I found this really interesting. So I think the Kerastase hair oil sounds like something to invest yeah, in. Yeah, and they do it for different hair types. So. Okay. Just before we move on from Beauty Tour, there's an amazing new initiative that we should know about that some beauty PRs have set up, right? Yeah, so the Beauty Banks initiative was set up by Sally Hughes, who's a very well-known beauty journalist, and Joe Jones from the Communication Store, which is a massive PR group. Uh, it's a non-profit initiative to encourage all of us, really, and to donate all the products that we have stashed away in our cupboards to a much better cause. You can either donate anything you've got that's unopened, whether it's tampons, shower gel, soap, a razor, literally anything, or you can go on Amazon where they've made a wish list and add things to your car and then get it sent directly to their office. They'll then box it up and send it out to a variety of women's refuges across the capital. So, so it's a, yeah, it's such a simple idea. Yeah. Amazing. Um, and what they've really referenced when they launched it is, you know, personal hygiene is, you know, so so important for your self dignity. Mm. And if you are homeless and looking to, you know, to go for a job interview mm. or to kind of get, to, you know, yeah, to, to put yourself back out yeah. there, yeah, you really need that confidence Definitely. and something as simple as having a shower or brushing your teeth, you know. And I think even if you can donate a toothbrush and yeah. a toothpaste mm -hmm. and a bar of soap, it's really worth it. And it's amazing to think probably how many beauty products we have stored away in our yes. cupboards that I mean, I don't want we, even we don't use. You know, that maybe you've used once or you think, oh, I might use it someday. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think that's just such a great thing to be able to do. So we wrote a piece on the site. If you just search for beauty banks, find the piece. Let's talk about health checks because, you know, if you've ever wondered where your health's at, you haven't had any specific reason to go to the GP, there's now a load of checks out there that you can take into your own hands. Tor, what's number one on this list? So there's quite a variety here. Now, what I think is really interesting are the tests you can have done at home. So the Thriver, you can order a variety of blood tests from them. You basically do a simple pinprick, and then you send off your blood sample to them. They can test everything from your cholesterol, to vitamin D levels, variety of things, also at home gut testing. You have to give a poo sample. Ooh. I was sent. A oh, test I remember this. And I just like, couldn't bring myself to do it. So, <laughs> no but if you are interested in your gut health, and I think a lot of us claim to be, but don't really know where our gut is at, can be quite a good way to tap into that as well. Let's talk about the Booper one, because that's basically like a full body MOT, isn't it? Mm -hmm. So it can check everything from heart conditions to your kind of propensity towards strokes and diabetes, and it's basically a 60 minute session that 
does over 40 tests from blood analysis to liver and kidneys. Yeah, yeah you name it, they do it. That's Amazing. Sure. Yeah. So do we think, we were saying that we know quite a lot of people who've been given this kind of through their corporate jobs. Do you think that's a good thing? I think these health tests, especially the Bieber one, they do go into so much detail, but I think it has the potential to make you slightly neurotic about your health. Mm-hmm. And if you are someone who, you know, I'm massive hypochondriac, I would freak out about everything they told me. Mm-hmm. And I'm just not sure if they're really worth the money. The NHS <clears throat> does loads of free testing if you are worried about something, mm-hmm. screenings and stuff. So I'm not sure they're worth the money, but maybe you guys feel otherwise. Yeah, you're I saying think, you'd quite like one. Yeah, I think it'd be really interesting to know because I think, you know... But know what? You know when you've got a cold or anything like that, but there, I think there are probably more internal problems potentially that we aren't aware of and you know you hear some such terrible stories about people that find these illnesses later down the line and they think if only we'd kind of capped it earlier and we'd found that out so I think in that sense it would be really interesting to know just whether there's something that you need to be aware of but I understand as well that there's also a risk of maybe thinking that there's something wrong that maybe isn't really an issue yet and if you know there isn't anything then will you worry more than you potentially need to and also the question is how often are you going to get these done as well because you might get it checked now and find you're healthy but are you gonna you know it's 500 pounds this people one so are you gonna I, make I, I that out at least 500 pounds at least okay yeah, yeah, so are you yeah. gonna, how often you know yeah. you might be absolutely healthy now but that doesn't mean that in two years you won't have an underlying yeah, exactly. so you, do you keep laying out yeah. every year for it I don't yeah. know yeah I don't know I mean actually when I got my place in the marathon I was really tempted to go for like a heart check mm. you just you have no idea do yeah. you yeah. no idea and also I think that's quite a sensible thing because you know yeah. a marathon it is you're a big strain on your yeah. body we're lucky to have the NHS here and there are like I think you said Charlotte there are so many other tests that you get given free for example there's a diabetes one on here. I've had a diabetes test at the doctors because mm-hmm. they thought I might have it. I don't, by the way. But yeah, it's... There are so many tests. It's slightly, I don't know. Yeah. There, there's definitely a time and place for it. STI testing was also on this list. I remember when I was at university, they would give out free STI tests in exchange for shots on a night out. <laughs> wow. So, what, you had to do it in the club? Yeah, I think so. I think the girl, I think the people working for the clinic were in the club in the toilet, like at the door to the toilets. And I think you had a test there. I think so. When I was at uni, they used to come round and knock on your door um, and give you a committed test. They were like, back in an hour, just we in this part, we'll come back and get it. I mean, that's really clever. So I actually know somebody who, they weren't trying to have a baby yet, but they were a couple and they wanted to get their fertility tested. And I actually didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, so I did a piece on this actually, maybe last year or a couple of years ago, Mm -hmm. about fertility MOTs, what they're called. And it is really interesting, but all the experts I spoke to said they're a really bad, like representation of your fertility and they don't really indicate anything at all. Good, okay, that's good to know. From health to careers, we wrote a piece called 10 Tips for Communicating with Confidence at Work. Pippa Bateman wrote this piece. Tora and Astrid, you spent some time with Pippa earlier in the year. We, Yeah, we did. We were really lucky to have some time with her. She is an incredible communication consultant um, and she's worked with everyone from Monica Lewinsky, who she has trained with her public speaking, to corporate CEOs, founders of businesses, entrepreneurs. And um, yeah, she's just kind of a guru in all things communication, mm-hmm. um, whether that be preparation or posture or all the kind of classic things that we do day to day, which have such an impact on how we come across, mm-hmm. but we might not necessarily know that we're doing. Yeah. So what kind of things did you learn from her? Oh, was so interesting. Was it? I never actually asked you what you got from yeah. her course. One of the most interesting things we did with her was she recorded us, but she took off, when we watched it back, we had no, there was no sound. So watching your body language and how you use your hands and your head. And for me, one of the biggest things was that we all move too much. Okay. So I move my head loads when I speak and that apparently undermines your authority. That's so, so you need to be more. Head. So you need to, you can use your hand, but you need to be more still. Okay. And then you know you have an impact. I've always been told that wow. I'm a massive like flapper with my hands. And 
From having the experience with her, has it made the way you present, has that changed? Definitely. 100%. 100%. I found the time with Hippa so valuable. Actually, like, we're obviously doing so much more things where we're out there, we're on video, we're on podcasts, and I'm not, like, a natural performer. It's just not really in my DNA. So to be able to sit down with someone and kind of identify the things that I do wrong was just so valuable and it's really helpful and just to kind of take a moment to kind of Mm. think about those things I agree it's so useful and for me I well for those who listen and know I speak ridiculously fast and one of the biggest things she said to me was shut your mouth at the end of each sentence so you actually have to stop talking Mm. that's really interesting I think it's also interesting to see how much preparation goes into this I think like I find public speaking really daunting and you watch other people you think you know it comes so easily to them but I think there is preparation is the key and you see kind of all these points actually are so valid and how much of that goes into Mm. you know that and you know it's practice and it's experience Mm. and you know you learn things from doing you know doing a talk and putting yourself out there but I found this so so interesting I loved her point um, about using a message house structure she says if you're someone who struggles to clearly and concisely articulate your opinion then a message house will come in handy start with the roof of your message house which is your main point and then you should be able to express it in one sentence and then you kind of you go on and you build the walls and the floor and you know mm. the foundation whatever and it's kind of a way to mm. just hone in on how you're elaborating a point yeah, yeah. and yeah I think that's really really valuable I also like to point about planning your pauses I suppose to all that kind of comes back to what mm. you were just saying just actually thinking where are we going to take a break because yeah. sometimes you're speaking mm. and you're just going on and on and, you're and like, it, your, yeah. your head is like why am I not stopping what I'm yeah. speaking and it's okay to take a break because yes. what she said like that pause and knowing how to deal with that pause is all part of your authority totally if you think about like you know, Obama or you know some, yeah. some of those powerful orators it's it's so in those moments of silence that mm. you really kind yeah. of build that mm-hmm. situation yeah. mm. I also thought channeling your nerves as excitement was another good tip yeah she says that you have to tell yourself I'm excited by this opportunity to speak up so there you go that's mm-hmm. one to remember and her final point was to be energetic and I think we all know from recording podcasts that that's the best way to present yourself on that note that's it for this week thanks for being energetic everybody if you enjoyed that please do rate, review and subscribe on iTunes and we will see you soon bye planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with Quince Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.